Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. Ah! On this week's episode of the Nailed It Wall, we welcome our fearless leader, a two-time guest to the Nailed It Wall, Mr. Galetti. We're going to chat about what it's like uh, for our school going through all this, inform you, the parents or community, what's going on uh, from your side, and try to bring some upbeat happiness to everybody. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome to episode 39 of The Nailed It Wall. I'm Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And I'm Mrs. Schofield. And I'm Mr. Galetti. Well, this is an exciting time. We are respecting social distancing. We are recording our second pod with Zoom. Now, Zoom and Google uh, Meet has been like the big thing of all of education, how it's going to change everything. And here we are all in our own homes recording a podcast. But as we start every episode, we want to start off with how did we nail it this week? There could be a lot of great nailed it. There could be a lot of not so great nailed it as parents, uh, uh, spouses. It could be anything. Mrs. Schofield, how do you nail it this week? <clears throat> well, well, we had a lot of good highlights. Um, I had a really epic uh, it's a big fail on my part. We've had a lot going on, you know, recently. And uh, we were trying, you and I were trying to juggle a lot with the, the training that we were trying to put together. And so yesterday morning, I can't, you know, when you get updates for your iPads or your computers, like I am a chronic, like remind me tomorrow. Don't like just later. It's never a good time. But I took the iPad out and I was like, okay, I, I'm sitting here, I'm having my coffee, like right now I can, I can do this update. And the new update for the iPad Pro, it, um, it makes you choose a passcode. Like you can't bypass it anymore. So I'm like, sure? okay, yeah. So just for the, just that. for the setup. Okay, well, it's a moot point really. So anyway, it wouldn't let me progress. <laughs> like there was nothing like skip for now, you know? So it wouldn't <laughs> let me progress. So finally, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to pick something random, something stupid. I'm going to get in. I'm going to go in and change it. Well, then someone called me. And I got to tell you, I have no idea what I set the passcode to. And I cannot get back. (laughs) (laughs) And this iPad has everything. It has everything. And so I am literally just shaking my head. (laughs) I know because anyway, so I didn't even know that I did this. I didn't realize what had happened until Ella came to grab the iPad. She's been trying to play around with Procreate. And um, she's like, what's the passcode? And I was like, oh my gosh. And so I'm locked out for hours because we keep trying. Um, So anyway, and I didn't pick something that I normally pick because I was literally just going to go back in. So I'm going to have to, there's like a workaround, right? Like you can... You can wipe it. Uh, the only thing is, is it doesn't, that's an iPad Pro, so that I don't have a cord that attaches that to a computer. So I can't even do that anytime soon. So that was a pretty big fail, I think. It's a pretty big fail. Yeah. <sighs> I don't even know. I'm, I'm so thankful we're not together right now because <laughs> you just shared that story with me. <laughs> I'm just going to move on. I, I don't even have a rebuttal. All right, Mr. Galetti, how have you nailed it this week? Yeah, well... It's it's been an up and down week for sure, but um, one of the positive uh, nailed us was for sure our community caravan earlier this week on Tuesday morning, um, and most of everyone was in the in a, in a in a car or an SUV driving around the neighborhood, and Mrs. Schubert and I were rocking around in our new um, cruiser, the we'll call it the Shaletti for now. So that's I love my it. Name so far. <laughs> Um, and as we came around the front of the bus loop, we, uh, it was tight. So we were on the sidewalk trying to get to the back of the line. And I drove with my leg hanging out of the golf cart a little bit and drove straight through some cactus and, uh, spiked myself before, before the parade. Oh, Pull out oh. spikes the whole marathon or the whole caravan. <laughs> that is so awful. That was awesome. Yeah. Oh gosh. Uh, wow. Yeah, you're you're a native too. You would think that'd be like some like out of town or like yeah, rookie mistake. Just stupid you know? hanging my leg out of the golf cart like you're not supposed to do. 
Yeah. Oh, and, and, yeah. And talk about last week, Mrs. Schofield talked about how powerful that was. How, how powerful was that day for you? I think that it shows, you know, I think the biggest outside of all the other factors going around right now, I think the biggest thing we all crave is that connection to each other and that community feel that is strong everywhere, but especially at Sierra Verde, we're such a tight knit, close community. Just being out, you know, 45 minutes through the neighborhood, just, it was just pure joy, pure smiles, everyone. It just felt, um, you know, a little bit of normalcy, which is what we needed right now. And I just thought that was such an impactful event. And I'm glad to see a lot of the other Deer Valley schools have done that since uh, we have. And the results have been the same everywhere. Just, it gives us that connection I think we're all missing right now. So true. And the, and the amount of signs that all the parents had out there, the kids had out there, and just how happy yeah, they were. The people driving out, you know, on a variance that don't live in the neighborhood. All the families that came, I mean, the dozens of families that came that don't even live in the neighborhood, just because they want that connection. They want the kids to see the teachers. They want to see us and encourage us. And to be honest, we probably got out more, if not as much as they did from it. Um, it, it was just an amazing morning. My favorite yeah. part was like when we would hit a cul-de-sac and we would all have to kind of loop around and just like how excited yeah. the teachers were as they kind of like caravan past one another and smiling and, you know, just, just to hear all that joy on the teacher side, but the sign I was telling Schofield, I was like, I was like, oh man, I just wish I had more time to read what these things, the parents were writing. Yeah kids writing these long like messages on these signs and um i i just absolutely loved uh what what that meant for a community and how many people were taking videos and sharing those on social media i mean facebook yep. like almost i think i think we were actually trending on facebook for a while there yeah uh, with uh with all those <laughs> hashtags in the videos and i know i saw earlier this week uh, arizona school board association um tweeted us out too they retweeted a video from one of the parents there during the community and there were so many other community members there that have no connection to the school but they just heard the ruckus and came out and joined in which i thought was really cool too yeah it was it was the absolute best my i mean my kids just being a part of it it meant so much to them and i told scofield i'm like i'm just so glad your kids got to to take this in and you know what this meant uh for people that don't even have kids and they were out there just with the biggest smiles on their face supporting um you know what, and and what Schofield says that last week, like everyone was, you know, respecting social distancing, like they were in their yards for the most part. Yeah, that was cool too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It uh, was such a, it was, it, it, there was nothing more like a, a concrete example of community and people like how every person in that equation needed that the kids really needed absolutely. it the teachers really needed it and then you know um and then definitely the parents i mean just i imagine the parents are probably just so excited to see adult interaction you know like <laughs> i yeah. i can't tell you how many times i do a video conferencing now with like janine and like Joanne, like people that just need that like i just need to talk to somebody social else, people you know? right yeah um so it's been uh that, that was huge i think it's so healing for a lot of us and the thing is is it's not like any of those people were demanding like well, tell us what you know what comes next or like what's nobody's there to like shake us down for information right. it was like right. they just came to have a moment and then they left and they didn't have any like ulterior motives or any agenda no i think they were you know kind of embracing you know this new however temporary norm we have of this social distancing and um, being very cognizant of, you know, still respecting all the guidelines that we're following, but still being able to participate in a really unique way. Yeah, it was really neat. And it's yeah. truly something that I, I'll never forget, you know, as no. being, being someone that lived in the neighborhood, like moved across country just to teach at this <laughs> school and, and, Every single person means so much to, to my own children and just the opportunity to work with all these amazing people. Uh, I'll, I'll just never forget that. Now, my nailed it. It was, we, we, we put a lot of work in this week. We were teaching a Google Classroom level two. Now, if you don't know what Google Classroom is, that's kind of like where teachers set up their classrooms to push work out to students. And uh, the district's moving towards this home learning uh, system for the next two weeks here. 
and we had the opportunity to work with um, some teachers that already had Google Classroom experience on Friday. We had a two-hour session, and you never know how those go when you're not together. You know, me right. and Christy, we do a lot of like teachings together, uh, you know, physically side by side where we can kind of feed off each other. And we just had so much fun uh, leading this, uh, going back and forth, um, you know, and be like, are oh, you do this, this and this. And um, just the feedback from the, the teachers that were in there, they just felt so much more at ease. And I know uh, Liz and Jenny did a great job. They had 87 mm -hmm. people in there, Google intro to Google Classroom. And it was just so awesome. And we worked with them to kind of get an idea of like what this should feel like. And one of the teachers was like, where was this at the beginning of the year or the middle of the year? And we, you know, we're able to teach these teachers so many cool things uh, using Google Meet. And, you know, we just, you know, it, it takes a lot of work to get these things in there and do everything the way you want to do it. Um, but it was just so fun uh, to do that with Christy and not skip a beat, even though like we weren't together physically. It was just to get those teachers ready and uh, ease, get them, you know, put them at ease as we kind of move forward to this home learning uh, setup. Well, and the thing that was two things about that is, you know, when we first got in there and I don't remember, Tony, if I think you came after everybody when you had your, the meet that you had with our whole staff, like mm -hmm. a lot of people were already in there. And so Rob got in a little bit early and there were already people in there. And we were, right. and he was like, like get in here, you know, and I'm fumbling. I don't even remember. I was trying to, I was trying to set up my AirPods anyway. I couldn't. Um, so I got in there and he's like, warm Another up fail. the crowd, kind of get the vibe. <laughs> I know. And I can't get the AirPods still to work. I don't know why, yeah. but anyway, um, I'm more concerned about my iPad at this point. So I'm letting the AirPods go. Um, so anyway, I get in there. Apple, if you're listening, hook us up. This week. I know. I am a mess. Like, um, and poor Ella. She's so done with talking her mom down from a ledge these last two weeks. Like, she's just like, she said, you're going to have to learn some coping mechanisms. <laughs> like, you're freaking out. Um, so anyway, I, we, I go in there and I'm kind of trying to start a little chat, but it's like, it's because not everybody's there. So you don't want to launch into anything right. or whatever. And Rob is doing this amazing thing where he's like not on camera. So it's just me. And so I'm just on my own trying to like chat people. And they're not having it. And so I'm like, this could be kind of awkward. Like this might be like, I, you don't know what, and then the vibe, it was like, once we started and people kind of just like got some ease of like our style and like the interaction they were so cool. And like the community, even within that, like teachers were sharing other ideas with other teachers in the chat. And it was like this huge collaboration and we learned stuff. Um, we got stuff from it and it really was just such a cool. And the thing that's, this is an opportunity for the district. We were talking about this, Rob and I like for the district to now see, Hey, like new teachers, this should be like what we do right at the beginning from going forward. Yeah. Right at the beginning, we train all teachers because then it's seamless. Then you go, go into something like this and you never know, like you never know. But the, the way that we, how much we get out of that, that stuff, like the, all of the G Suite apps and all that, um, man, it would set them up for success. You know, it's like just one of those things that you don't know what you don't know. But now that we do, like it it's a be like really a, good opportunity. Yeah. yeah like a prerequisite. Mm -hmm. but we had, we had a blast. Like we really did. We had a blast. And those teachers, man, they are hungry to learn. They weren't just, they could have not gone to that. You don't have to go to a level two on a Friday. Training. Yeah. On a Friday, it's before the trainings are really starting yeah. and they don't yep. have to like, so kudos to every teacher that showed up for any of those things on Friday, but especially the people that came to ours because not necessarily mandatory but i'll tell you they walked away with so much that i know we both know they're going to use those things yeah um just from the dialogue and what we saw in there and so that's a really cool thing and like it just shows you the kind of educators like people there's a lot of teachers that are not just gonna they're not just gonna meet the need the new demand they're gonna rise to the occasion and they're gonna grow and they're gonna do an amazing job you know which is so cool yeah it's it's kind of like you know, necessity is the mother of all invention. You know, it's, totally. it's all of a sudden it, it really matters big time. Yeah, it does. Now, Tony, you're a person that's constantly on the move. Now, what has been the hardest thing uh, these last two weeks for you? Oh, that's easy. Um, 
I have a year and a half year old son, Luca, um, and his daycare shut down just like we did. Oh, and uh, yeah, that's been <laughs> challenging. The the visual is is there yeah. for all of us who ha- who have been there with a especially a second born boy. Yeah, um, you know, if he year was the, and a half. Let's just say if he was the first born, we'd only have one. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i always said he's, about ryan as well yeah yeah he's got a lot of energy now from a from a professional standpoint now and i see that the walls are still standing in your house so that's a good thing <laughs> luca luca hasn't gone tasmanian devil and just like taking the place apart there yeah now what has been the, the hardest part from a professional standpoint for for you as an administrator probably the unknown is really the hardest part um I'm usually pretty calm through most, you know, it takes a lot to rattle me. And I, I think Christy was saying that earlier. I, I see this as kind of an opportunity um, for us to, you know, embrace this unknown. And I think, I think that Deer Valley has been very wise in rolling it out a little slower than some schools and some districts have by extending um, this past week as an extension of spring break and letting us kind of get our feet under us and work through all of the details that go into, you know, overnight going to all an all online environment. It, it takes a lot of work and it's, um, it, it, it'll be difficult to navigate for sure. There's going to be ups and downs and there's going to be issues that come up along the way. But I think taking the time to plan things out, keeping in touch with parents. And I'd say that's probably the biggest, um, my biggest priority now is getting just communication out as much as possible with staff, um, with our parents and our community, and then with fellow district staff. So we've been, I think it's been at least one or two meetings a day all this past week with all the principals and all the district leaders. And some of them have gone like three hours um, just because they're just the scale and the scope is so wide to cover. Um, and, And we don't know what the end date is. We don't really know how long we're gonna be doing this, you know, you know, selfishly, we'd like to get back on campus and get the kids back on campus as soon as we can, but we've got to do what's safe and what's right. So that's probably been the diff- most difficult thing. It's just all the unknowns that are out there that we don't have an answer to. Um, but I also take solace in the fact that we've got, you know, such an amazing staff and amazing community. We're going to do it better than anyone, um, however that looks. So I do see it as a way to get better as an opportunity when we do settle back into a normal school routine, whenever that may be, I think the skill sets we develop and the flexibility we have to adapt to right now is really going to pay dividends in the future. And teachers are going to have a much bigger toolbox to draw from, and it's only going to make us better. Yeah, that's what I've said to Christy time and time again, and uh, everyone in my PLC as well. I'm like, this is the time for people like they're they're never going to go back. Like they're gonna yeah. they're gonna learn all these skills about a paperless classroom, Google Classroom, Canvas Absolutely. to do all of these things. And they're like, why why was I afraid so long of technology? Even still now, yeah. like with different things, people will reach out to me. It's like I'm just so afraid. I'm like, just dive in. I'm like, everything yeah, that we do, we have no clue right. how to do it. You know and uh, these people are just going to become better educators. And the most important thing, our students are going to be better served because of, you know, you know, we're going to be stronger because of what we went through, but the education system as a whole, like worldwide, it's insane. Like what's going on mm-hmm. in terms of educators sharing resources, teaching others and uh, people willing to grow because there's no other choice this time as we're moved towards home learning. And I think, I think that's a big thing is it's, it's almost like, um, you know, almost like a, a wartime feel like around the world, we're all in this together. So I think that does bring comfort that we're all going through this pretty much worldwide right now together, at least in this country, especially and seeing all the so many companies step up and offer things for free, and offer services for free and all the stuff going around on Twitter and on social media, all the resources being shared. Um, it really is um, opening up possibilities that people didn't realize were even out there and now are, are being forced to use in some way or another. So it, it, it does kind of bring us um, together. I couldn't agree more. Now, what can you say for your partner in crime? What has this been like working with Mrs. Schubert? Have you, have you, have you been working with the district and kind of working through all these uh, logistics together? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 
I, I couldn't do it without without Shelly. Um, she is so tuned into um, the social emotional side of things and the 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 well being of of staff and of you know she's she's been in education longer than I have and she knows so much about Deer Valley um, that it's really been helpful for her to be able to reach out and, and, you know, she sent out a really, she developed and sent out a survey. Love that staff. survey. Yeah. And it, we've, she's had so many people thank them for just checking in on them emotionally. How are you doing? What can we do to help? You know? And I think just as a, as a team, we've tried to just, we've probably over communicated, which I'm fine with um, and trying to get out as much information as possible. If we say something wrong or we have to go back on what we say, I'd rather get people more information so they can plan and prepare and just know that we're on it and we'll be on it no matter what. Well, I have to say, you know, in the conversations that I have had just in the last couple of days with a lot of the teachers, they definitely, um, they love the survey. That meant yeah. so much. Like I can't that, even tell that you was how all many, Shelley. Yeah. How many, how many different people said like, that was so meaningful. And, um, and they all said like, we're so fortunate, not just in our district, but like at our campus, like how communicate, like you communicated to us so early, um, which I think was hugely helpful for all of us. Um, and they all were saying how grateful they were about that because like you said, it's just some, like, even if you don't have all the information, just, just share something because yeah. everybody was kind of just floundering. Um, and I think that mm -hmm. that really helped people kind of have like, it would grounded everybody. And yes. then it was like, okay. I mean, not that we have all the information, but we have something and it yeah. kind of gave us our bearings. And so I know that was really helpful for me, but that's been like across the board, people are saying, we feel very, very grateful for that. And, and I think that's the key because officially we're not, we weren't supposed to have any kind of staff meeting until this coming Monday. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Shelly and I both said we need to get, we need to get the, the team together before then because we can't go that long without getting all together somehow. And I think like Rob was saying, it's the same thing. Like I, I had never hosted a large Google meet that big before. That was the first Google meet I've ever hosted. And you just jump in and you dive in and you work through it. And, um, I think everyone felt better because I got to hear what feedback that, you know, all the, the, the questions that I don't see from my lens that you guys want answered. I got to get a heads up on all those so I could try and get those answers and work on those before we officially go back to work next week. And I feel like we're really in good shape um, for Monday. Oh my gosh, your meeting, I won't lie. I got a lot of giggles out of that. That was, <laughs> that was quite something. Now, this has become your new reality, right? Virtual meetings, like constantly. Oh, yeah. So what have, what have been um, some of your biggest challenges and then some of the things that you just are like, that have been amusing? Uh, yeah, and, and I think it can happen to all of us, but people yeah. forgetting to mute their Huge. microphones or cameras. Um, you know, there, there was someone eating a bag of chips. Their camera was muted, but we could hear them crunching away the bag of chips. Oh, their their video was off. <laughs> their video was off, but you could just, that was oh, almost worse, yeah. just hear, hearing the crunching. Is, it's like ASMR. Yeah, Remember yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> and that it just, is hilarious. Um, and then every once in a while, someone will join in in the middle of a meeting, unmuted, and you just get that reverberation and that echo for like 15 seconds before they realize what's going on and it like that's all i can hear is those distractions i get so um obsessed with those but other than that it's really not been um you know it, it's i love the you know zoom's got it google meet has it the chat feature mm -hmm. um is a great way to capture questions and being able to record it and go back and go through those questions has been really helpful um because when you have more than like four or five people in a virtual meeting, you're not really going to be able to get much talking. It's going to be a lot more like one way information going back just because of the logistics of trying to get everyone heard, muting, unmuting, presenting, unpresenting. It's just a lot. So being able to kind of, it, it's much more of a one way, almost like fireside chat than it is like a, a true staff meeting where you can get a little more two way communication but it still allows you to capture, to push out all the information you need to push out and get a feel for um, just leaving time at the end for the questions. It's probably the most helpful thing. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and talk about like community and keeping the community all together. I mean, like Monday, the lean on me video drop yep. Tuesday, we did the caravan. Um, on Friday, you had that, uh, the, the message from like SV teachers, you've yep. been like posting like weekly, uh, or daily messages to the parents yep. to kind of keep them informed, uh, which I know everyone's really appreciated. The announcements are still going. So it's like these, there's that normalcy, like within yes. our community and the remind app among the teachers, uh, to kind of get that information out there. Uh, now what has been the hardest thing for you to kind of balance it all? Um, I think that line is probably how much is too much to share. Like not, not, you know, I have a tendency just to talk and to make decisions without always getting clearance um, or permission and asking for forgiveness instead of permission. Um, but we don't know what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> so there's some things I've had to reel back or um, some things that have just, you know, there's so much up in the air right now as far as are we, using Zoom with kids or we're using Google Meets. You know, you hear stories of um, some Zoom chats getting hacked inappropriately. Zoom bombing. I, I told Christy Zoom about bombing. it. Yeah, exactly. Zoom bombing. I was like, yeah. and, and Christy knew what it was. I was like, ah, yeah. I thought I was teaching her a new word. <laughs> so it is, it is freaky though. It is. But now there are, there, there's features in place mm -hmm. um, to prevent that. So I think there's just going to be some things we can't foresee. There's going to be some problems we're not going to be able to predict. And it's just a matter of, you know, I think we have a lot of um, trust and capital built up with our community and they know we're doing the best that we can. And, it, you know, if we make a mistake, it's just like we tell our kids, we learn from it, and we get better. And that's just the attitude we're all going to have to have through this. And I, I don't anticipate that being a problem at all. We are so fortunate, you know, to be where we are. I just, I, think, I oops, sorry, can't wait. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, like, I just can't wait to whatever we're going to do. I I'm super excited to do it. Like just because I miss teaching, you know, Yeah. Yep. and even though it's going to look different, I still miss teaching. And so I think that's part of the reason that Rob and I loved, love that class is, right. you know, it's, it's what we do. And so whether it's kids and or adults, like it felt so good to have to sit. I mean, maybe we didn't realize it felt good when we had to sit down and actually do the work, but <laughs> it is fun to like, puzzle stuff out and be creative and yeah and, and you're doing your part yeah and it, it did feel um it was so fun to teach but like man i cannot wait to connect with my kids like i yeah. cannot wait to do that and you know it's like it's this waiting thing of it's almost like feels like we're waiting for the first day of school to start yeah. although yep. teachers have that mental like oh my gosh summer's almost yep. over it's like that panic this is without that i'm just i'm looking forward to that and I think we'll also see, um, you know, probably the, a, a generation of teachers who maybe haven't felt as confident in the classroom, really, if they have these tech skills, if they have the ability to build online instruction, they can feel empowered. They can feel like their skill set is valued now more than ever, and they can maybe help those who aren't as tech savvy and as, as able to make this transition so easily. And I think that helps um, build leadership and capacity mm -hmm. in areas where we might not have had before. And I think there's a lot of opportunity for folks to step up just like you guys are, um, that really have a skill set to share and that we can lean on maybe people that we haven't before as much. Yeah. Now I think also, as we kind of think about the rollout, you know, we had this extended spring break this past week and then the CIA team from the district is uh, given lessons all for next week so teachers can kind of prepare to move to this home learning uh, set up next week because I've talked to multiple parents in other districts that are just so overwhelmed and you talk right. about like the social emotional health of teachers and these kids are just so overwhelmed already like yeah. with this like you're in class every day and then all of a sudden that's gone and then you're just being bombarded like with work and I've talked to multiple parents and they're just so overwhelmed and you know, we're both parents, all of us are, yeah, yep. all of us are parents and um, you know, to ease into this as professionals as well as parents, I, I, I think that has my mental well-being is, is just has meant so much to me. Yeah. And I, I think that's true. I think it was very wise to, to extend this spring break and then, you know, I'll just talk to the parents a little bit right now. The kind of the plan is, you know, this coming week uh, on the 30th in two days, 
the district has set up curriculum that's going to be in place for all of Deer Valley. So parents can go to the district website, bvusd.org slash COVID-19, and they can just navigate to their grade level or grade levels if they have multiple kids. And there'll be a whole schedule for the week with activities for those kids to follow uh, Monday through Thursday. And then Friday, there's a special social emotional learning piece um, available for all kids, um, which like you just said, is, is a huge component of this. Um, and then that way, while our students are getting that online learning um, this week, it allows our staff <clears throat> to get ready for next week, you know, the following week, April 6th, and really have their classes dialed in on um, Canvas, Google Classroom, or for primary grades. Um, there won't be as much online component, but there'll be schedules and readings for kids to follow at home with a little more choice. And that'll really allow us to do it right. Um, I know talking to other parents that have kids in other districts, it's kind of been like a free for all and there hasn't been as much organization or there's been way too many academic demands and they kind of jumped in too quickly. Um, so I really think we're wise and, and pumping the brakes a little bit and giving teachers time. Um, not that it's a lot of time, but giving teachers more time to develop lessons and curriculum and do it right starting April 6th through whoever knows how long. Oh, I gonna hop Sorry, in I don't want to interrupt you. That's why I'm like, <laughs> <Okay>. go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I couldn't agree. Like, you know, how important this has, has been, you know, from the parent side. Now, yeah. moving forward as we're, you know, easing this rollout here, as an administrator, what's your, your biggest concern moving forward? Um, I don't have a lot of concerns. I know there are some teachers who are going to be a little more stressed with getting their work up um, online that maybe don't have the, the background. Really, like I said, at, at SV, I don't have a, a very big concern. I know some schools are in a little, you know, more dire straits. Um, because I know, I also know how important it's going to be for us to team together and to, to work with each other to make, you know, this online learning and our curriculum as good as it can be. Um, and I really want to stress the importance of just having our, our staff, and that's everyone from um, our, our, myself to um, teachers, to the classified staff, to anyone and everyone to reach out to kids and just to you know connect with them uh, on a personal level and just let them know that we do care about them we do value them and letting us know letting them know we're there for whatever they may need i the virtual office hours are going to be a, a requirement across the board for teachers to be available just for that to be able to you know to jump on a zoom or jump on a meet or a virtual meeting of some kind and you can actually have a conversation with kids and just really, I think that's more important right now than, than anything new academically is just connecting with kids and letting them know they're cared for and loved and they're still vipers, even though they're not on campus, we still love them and embrace them just as much, if not more through this transition. And just making those connections with kids and parents is, that's, that's priority one for me. Now, through all this, what, what, what are your uh, little tips of your home life? How has your home life changed? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's changed. Cause my, you know, Mateo, he's a, he's my first grader and he, if he never left the house for a month, um, he'd be, <laughs> he'd be happy. He's living his dream. He's living his best life. Yeah. Um, so he is taken to this. Uh, I don't think he even knows anything's going on. He's in his own world. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. But, live your life my man live your yeah. life um but luca just has to get out of the house at least a couple times a day for walks or for car rides or for whatever um because he'll tear the house apart so just that 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 time cooped up um we're really lucky you know like i know <coughs> excuse me back east or up north where the weather is still bad they're still in winter it's not like they can go outside go for a walk or um, we're lucky we have beautiful, this is the best time of year in Arizona. So we can get outside for walks, bike rides, scooter rides, hikes, runs. 
and, and it's been crazy cool here in Arizona as well. It like, has, I, don't, I, know. I, I don't, I don't remember this late into March. I've, I still haven't had my air off. Like, I mean, we have the windows open every day. Yep. It's just so beautiful right now. I talked to my dad, he's in Maine and he was talking about how cold it was and how much snow they got in the ground the other day yeah. and how, how miserable it is. So you talk about a kid like Luca, he'd be like losing his mind. Yeah. I'd be climbing the walls. Yeah. And, and the thing I love about this, I try to tell my kids and the, the one thing I struggle with my kids is they, they just want my attention all the time and it's yeah. like one or the other. And um, <laughs> so they just want me constantly. Uh, but it's just, it's been so much fun. And I just love seeing, you know, the people are respecting social distancing. Like when I go by yep. the park and I, I love to see that, but I love to see the siblings and the families of how much like they're, you know, slowing down life and, you know, something that, you know, that I, today I walked, took a dog for a long walk with both kids yep. this morning and then uh, went to play baseball with Ryan at the park and then went for two scooter rides with Z, you know, so it's like yep. four or five hours of my day was outside, but, and then we're just like really stopping to look at nature and just kind of enjoying it and be like, oh, let's get the scooter ride over. And I just <laughs> love seeing the siblings and families and so many people together. Oh yeah. I mean, it's this weather, not to rub it into anyone around the world or those East coasters. I mean, it's, it's, it's gorgeous. Like I, I just absolutely love it. I, I told Schofield, I'm like, I'm like, you need to get outside and enjoy this weather today. Okay. Well, you are making it seem like I'm trying to be like a recluse, but I had to write a paper for a class. It was my last paper that I had to write. And I have to tell you, it's so hard. I'm a, I am a very positive person. Like I, I trend positive. I can always see the silver lining, but I got to tell you this online class about killed me. Like that's not what I almost died from lane, but I, that could have been the other thing. But, um, I, it was really, it's been really hard for me because when we came back, like when spring break hit, I'm still in this class. And so everyone's processing that the school is closed. And I'm writing papers, you know, for a class that I'm like, dude, globally, people are dying all over the place and they're getting sick. And then I have all of these things, these personal stories at my sister's house that I was like trying to process. And so that was really tough. And then I've come back here and we're trying to get our, you know, our footing here mm -hmm. and I'm still writing papers. So like today, it was such an amazing feeling, even though I had to like, you know, I knew it was a beautiful day and I really wanted to be outside, but man, that was great to be like, check that off the lip. Yeah. I am now, I'm going to be legit for my teaching certification. I know so much about the Arizona constitution. So if you want to have a go, I have got you. <laughs> um, it was pretty tough, but man, I was so glad that Rob pushed that because I have not left the house socially. Like I came up to the school for the caravan. I didn't get out. I didn't talk to anybody. And then I got, went up to the school. As you know, I was a hot mess um, when we were able to get our stuff. Yeah. But other than that, I don't like, I sit out in my backyard and stuff, but like I'm not going out socially. And I just went over to Deem Hills Park and yep. like walked over there. Um, and it, it was so beautiful. Oh, yeah. So the potential, oh my gosh. I'm like, now that I'm <laughs> outside, like, but I was so careful. Like, you don't want, it's, it's almost as if everyone is a perpetrator in your mind now. Like you want no one near you. So if anyone's like somewhat a little bit, I'm like, don't make me get, you know, like some kind of mace spray or whatever it is. Like I'm not having anybody near me. So it's like this huge, you know how they used to talk about your personal bubble. Our your personal bubble. bubbles have expanded so much, you know? So, I, think that's, anyway. I think that's the hardest thing too. Like, you know, living in SV, like there is no yeah. other place like this. And I told Christy last week, you know, I would not want to live anywhere else on earth and you know what this community means to each other. But you know, there's that, that closed down feel now. It's like when you're walking by somebody or you might, I'm like, I'll tell Mackenzie, I'm like, get off the sidewalk and go on the street here. <laughs> um, but really, I mean, you just, you know, everyone's always so friendly and you'll smile and you say hi and you know, you just don't want anyone to, you know, it's just, it's just that, you know, you, you're missing that closeness because of what's going on in the world uh -huh. and, you know, you, you don't like it, but that's, that's the world we're, we're in right now and people got to get out. Like I saw one parent, she was almost apologizing to me like she was outside. I'm like, I'm like, I'm outside, you know, <laughs> like you don't have to feel bad, you know, and, um, 
you know, and, and talking about like teachers, you know, we have a, a bunch of student teachers on our campus and you think about like how hard this is for them. Yes. You know, yeah. they, yep. they have some truly totally. amazing mentor teachers and we started our day and I love what some of these um, uh, mentor teachers are doing. Um, not mentor teachers, but our student teachers. I, I, I'm going to mess up Miss Gerster's uh, student teacher. I'm just going to call her Miss M. I wish Ryan was around Mrs. here. Miss Miyagawa. He, oh, there we go. Crushed it. Um, we, we've right. been loving. She's been reading stories on yep. YouTube, and then Miss Perry sent out hers yep. today, and that's how we we started our day. And these are teachers that are starting in the profession, like using these things. And um, I, I tweeted out some pictures today of just both of my kids and my dogs sitting there like on the edge of their seat it was, it was, it was the best five minutes i had of my day because ryan yeah. just sat down and he was listening to someone else and uh you know was not on my lap constantly it was it was truly awesome like how these educators are already are already adapting yeah talk about battle tested you know their first year in the profession yeah. or not even their student teachers yeah, I think, I mean, I, I do. We, Rob and I had a long, long talk about them, just like how bad we feel for them because not because, oh, this must be so hard, like academically, or this must be, but like, you know, you don't like, I feel bad they're going to miss even an ounce of yeah. being able to be in there with those mentor teachers because they have the most stellar, amazing, shining examples of what teaching should be. And like, what a gift that they've had being in there. Um, and so I just feel a loss for them that they are, that they have shortened that at all. Um, but they're going to be such strong. They're like, exactly. they're going to learn so many things in this, which is so cool. You know, it's funny because when I'm in full blown meltdown at the school, um, Kath Langford, you know, came over to say hi, um, at a distance. And, you know, I was, I was having a hard time on my face. My eyes were a little wet. And so she just kept saying like, you have to stop because if you cry, then I have to <laughs> hug you. And I was realizing like, there's all these people cause I'm like that. And there's all these people that now have found a different way since you cannot give hugs, you can't do any of that. They've found these new ways to like make people, they okay. make those connections and it's totally different, but it's so cool because people like you see all those stories in other countries, like, you know, in Spain with the police officers, you know, that are like playing the guitar and singing to people or like people rooftop concerts, you know, I was talking to Michelle Thomas today, and she was telling me this amazing, uh, random, the thing that's come out of this is in Spain, you cannot leave your house at all. Like, yeah. it is like legit lockdown, that you are allowed to go out walking, if you own a dog. And they have no dogs left in the shelters to uh, yeah. be adopted now, you know? And it's like, you see people like, that's just the most hilarious and awesome story to me because I'm like, that's so cool. But you know, people are adjusting and they find their new realities and there's all these little positive stories. Like mm -hmm. I told Rob yesterday, my son doesn't really listen to the podcast on a regular so I can say it, but he said <laughs> so just randomly, like, yeah, he probably will. Um, but he randomly said, uh, yesterday, he's like, I know this has been really hard for you, mom, because you know, like you like to be around your friends and you miss teaching, but I have had so many good moments with you. Like I've, I've yeah. really enjoyed this time and like he's seventh grade. And so, and I've shared a lot, like he and I have just been butting heads lately, you know, the last couple months, uh, it's a tough age for a sure. teenage boy. And it has totally mellowed our relationship and has given us such like special moments, um, which is weird because you would think being trapped in the house would not go well, right? For both of us yeah, being yeah. in the house, but it's been this really special thing. So I think that that's happening like for all of us in these different ways. Now, Christy, can you expand on like, what was the hardest thing about being in your classroom the other day that uh, got you uh, a little uh, choked up? Yeah, that is an understatement. Um, you know, I, I was just funny because I'm really big on live streaming on Instagram and I do that a lot because I have so many students follow me and I wanted them to have, I wanted them to be able to go to school. Like I wanted them to be able to have a moment to walk in and like have this time to see the classroom. Um, so I turned it on a live stream and then I opened my door 
and I started showing them something and I can't remember what it was, but I just, um, I got so emotional. It and so, you. yeah, it, it hit me like, it really did feel, I, I tweeted it out, but like, it did feel like just a straight gut punch. Um, because what was everywhere is all the stuff they were working on and all these things were just in pause. It was like everything just paused and we're, we're supposed to come back and we're supposed to pick right up there. And it felt super, super, um, feels unfair. You know, it feels unfair. I feel like it's unfair, um, for them. And, you know, everybody keeps saying like, they'll be fine. I know though, like, we'll all be fine. We're all, you know, God willing, we'll all be fine. Um, but it's still a loss, you know, it's still a loss. And I'm never going to get this time with this group of kids. And they are, they are not a usual group of kids. Like they're sure. pretty special. Um, so I, I'm mourning that I'm mourning the fact that like, I liked what I was doing and I want to keep doing it just the way, you know, and then I feel sad for everything that has just shut down for them because no matter if we get to go back on the timeline that we've set up along, um, we can't responsibly do stuff that is no, typical. there'll be gaps. Yeah. Yeah. We can't, we can't do the big gatherings and like my son's got a lead in the play. That was hard for him, you know? Um, but he's not an eighth grader. Imagine having a, a, this play as an eighth grader. And like, you know, I, I think you were in there, Tony, when I found my big stack of the copies for the, the assembly yeah. chant, you know, it's all those rites of passages, all those little parts. And it was like looking at loss times a thousand. And it's like, it just is a wave of grief. And so, um, I would be fine and then I wouldn't be fine and then I'd be fine. And then, it, you know, it kind of, it actually kind of reminded like me a lot. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of when my dad died because you think you're fine and then you'll see something or you're, you'll look, you know, it's just things trigger it. And there was so many things and I didn't like, I couldn't just pack up my stuff and go. I just had to be in there for like as long as I could possibly be in there because I just miss it, you know? Sure. It's your home away from home. Yeah, I love that. I just love it. Now, Tony. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think hopefully this, you know, when, not if, but when this all passes and we return to normalcy, um, I just hope we all keep this in the back of our mind. I think it gives us a lot of perspective to, you know, if we have a bad day or a bad week or a bad month in the future, we can look back and realize that we don't really have it that bad. Like, you know, we'll always remember the fourth quarter of 2020, uh, you know, the closure, the quarantine, however long it lasts, nothing will ever be to that scale. So hopefully we can always remember, you know, when, you, you know, a kid's getting on our nerves or a class is acting up, it, it just, in the grand scheme, it doesn't matter. You know, those little inconveniences are nothing compared to this. So hopefully we can use this as an opportunity to appreciate how good we do have it um you know globally uh, most of the time it gives you wicked perspective yeah. like it really does and it, it basically so many things we take boils, for granted yeah it boils all down to the simple things and um actually i have that meme you know the zach galifianakis zach galifianakis one and it's like you miss one day and all this stuff. and ellie goes yeah. oh my gosh this thing is so appropriate for you right now. She's like, <laughs> it's like one day and then all this stuff happened. I yeah. was like, that is so true. But you know, we, 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 I hope that we do like that. We can always have that like in the back of our mind, like, you know, there's, there, it could be worse. And like, absolutely. Yeah. And, and well, you know, really one of the things that really set me off was Rob asked me to take a picture, nailed it wall. And I, I loved it. I love that idea. And I go over and it's like, it's a whole history of, yeah. you know, failure and learning from failure and all these moments. Like one of them was like Cam Romano. Um, he got his braces off and I, he, I had him uh, staple the tardy slip and he wrote what he was doing. And then we took a picture of him, you know, as the, right after he got his braces off and that's up on the wall. And so I took a picture of that for his mom and him. Um, but it's like all of these moments I had the privilege of sharing with these kids. And so it's like, 
Those still happen though. It makes them that much more special. Absolutely. Yeah. So everything still happened. Um, So it's a bittersweet thing, but that's the thing is you need to just say like, Oh, I'm so lucky that I had all this time with this group, you know? Yeah. Now, Tony, now when we think about this now, how have you grown uh, as, as a father, as a husband, as an administrator uh, these last two weeks? Cause a lot's been thrown at you in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think one of my, my biggest like training grounds was living in the Middle East for three years and learning a whole new outlook on life and outlook on the importance of work and family and perspective. Um, so, you know, I won't get into too much, but you know, there, it, it takes a lot to, to shake or rattle me because I've seen a lot of things. And I think it, I, you realize the older you get that life is not fair and life doesn't owe you anything. And that's just the way it is sometimes. So it's our, our job, you know, 90% of life is how you react to setbacks and to, and to failure and to shortcomings and to issues that come up and you can, you can choose to dwell on, you know, the negative and you can choose to dwell on, well, it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be like this. It's not, you know, this isn't what I signed up for. Or you can use it as an opportunity to, you know, to, to get outside your comfort zone where real growth happens and, you know, improve yourself as whatever, as a, like you said, as a professional, as a, as a father, as a, you know, husband, whatever that may be. Um, I probably have Googled a couple times if there's boarding schools for one year olds. <laughs> Seems right. I haven't found any yet, but I've had a few of those days. So I, I've, I've probably been at, uh, I've probably been more frustrated at home, which is with the craziness of being cooped up. Um, luckily like Thunderbird mountain is kind of in my backyard. I can run right to it. And I've never seen so many people out on Thunderbird, um, all around, you know, pretty much every day I've been out there, it's been packed, which is cool to see people out. Um, and still not congregating in groups, but just, you know, everyone's kind of keeping their distance on the trail and yeah. saying hi. And it's, it's, it is kind of cool to see so many people out and about that you don't normally see. Um, so it's just a, a, another, you know, it, it's just going to make us all stronger is getting through this. And it's going to be some short-term pain, but some long-term growth. You know, I saw um, today, and I know our friend Liz was doing the same thing yesterday, but um, when I went out and was going walking there was a dad and he had this massive massive kite and he was getting his two little girls to try and help launch it and I gotta tell you they're not amazing at (laughs) launching kites um the poor guy was just really trying but I wanted like if (laughs) yeah if social distancing was not a thing I was so curious to know like would you do you normally do this or is this bringing out the better side of us all um, because then uh, farther down there was another dad and he had three girls and they had put out a picnic blanket and they had badminton stuff so I thought of you uh, Rob and uh, and he's trying to teach his girls how to play badminton and it's like all of these moments like yeah all these people are just doing these really small things like these really small things that I think are the things that you never have time to do you don't right. make time to do them yeah um because you're just trying to like you know stay afloat and there's so much um on our plates and stuff and so i feel like you see so much community and i also wonder what we'll see in our families you know like not our individual families but like our sv family when we all come together i think people are going to be even tighter knit in that respect um just because they have a new norm you know? Yeah. And the cool thing is like the number of families that are out there, they're doing things. And, you know, my wife has been trying to go through my son's room forever to clear out his toys. And I'm like, so thankful. Like every day he's like pulling out <laughs> these new toys. He's like, I'm like, all right, let's play with this. And, <laughs> and, you know, we often talk about our campus about like working on those soft skills and these parents are being more creative than ever. And there's so many resources out there, people sharing things and getting these kids to think and learn in a different way. Like these kids are going to be doing things 
a whole new way. And these kids are, are going to come back different learners and, and, and better people because of all of this. And I, I tell my kids every day, I'm like, we have to cherish these moments because we don't, we don't know how long we'll have this. We'll never have this, uh, right. hopefully in our lifetime. And I've been just trying to, uh, embrace every moment of it and, and love every second of it. Yeah, I think though, you know, I, I do think that all of that, that's, we will have so many of these, we're just going to have so many of these. I wonder um, how it makes us look next year. Like what teachers will look like when we come through the door next year, you know, like, I just wonder how all that translates. And like, I just hope, you know, sometimes when you experience, I mean, this is, I want to, I don't want, I, I guess I kind of want to call it a tragedy, but I don't, I don't think that's the right word, but a really intense event things you make these changes and everybody's like, Oh, I'm, I'm all on board and you make all these changes. And then a lot of that stuff falls by the wayside. I'm so curious to see what things we hold on to, what will be the things that stick that, that we don't let, you know, fall, fall by the wayside because there's so many good things. Like there's so many good things. Um, but you know, I just, I'm really curious. I will tell you, I think, um, that I can't high five going forward, like in good conscience, like my high fiving days are done. So I, I'm not, your well, thing, though. That, that means so much to I everybody. You I know, know it does. Such a and part of your culture. It is, but I, not that I won't do something, but I'm going to come up with a way that like, it's hard. It's hard to not feel scarred about that, you know? And I'm so grateful that we don't have a major outbreak here and that we didn't have to close our schools. Like I would have had a lot of, you know, not I wouldn't say guilt, but like I would have felt like, you know, you would hate for that to be. So I'm just kind of like, this is good to know. I never knew how bad I was at hand washing. Um, I didn't know, you know, how, you know, it's, it's fascinating to me. And then Rob was saying that, was it you? I think it was you was talking about pay attention. Oh no, it was Danelle said that Deb Moore said, pay attention kids to this, to the careers that are still going strong right now. Like these are the things to pay attention to. And who are they? Like it's teachers, it's doctors, it's nurses. It's these people that do service. It's these people that they're the essentials. Um, and it's really telling right now that those are just, those are the rock. That's the bedrock of, of our, our world, you know? And, um, it's, it's really fascinating. I thought that was such an interesting perspective though, you know? Yeah. And I, I think that also brings up a good point as far as the, you know, the financial impact, hopefully just short term that this is going to have on our families that, you know, aren't, aren't, you know, as fortunate and maybe have been laid off or are going to be missing paychecks or missing income and the effect that's going to have on them and, and our kids. So that's why I think more, you know, it's, it's, it's so important as ever to, you know, let them know we're, you know, SV is here for them, whatever that means and however that looks, whatever support 100%. we can, we can try to provide because there's a lot of people struggling to, to make ends meet now, not being able to work and hopefully we can get, you know, back on our feet as soon as possible, but there will be some, some short-term struggles for sure. Well, and so scary for kids in those scenarios, yeah. you know, like yep. uh, it's scary for everybody. I, I, yeah. In California, we have quite a few friends and family that are in that situation. And right. I'm like, you know, I don't know how, but I know we will, you know, I yeah. know we will get through that. And as a, that's going to be where community is super important. You're right. Yeah. And it's not enough that these kids have like lost, you know, their normalcy of like their friends and school and their day-to-day -day routine. And, you know, it adds this extra burden, um, you know, in the home life and, you know, what Shelly talked about and, how important that social and emotional piece is uh, for these students, but even the families. And I think families are, are going to come, they have no other choice but to come together more than ever and, and support each other and dig deep. And uh, these, these, these are hard times. Exactly. That's so scary. You know, it's just so scary. Well, and I think that like I was saying to Rob, my daughter has been like really, really um, panic attacks related to just fear 
they're just all fearful. She can't really figure out exactly why, but she just kept keeping like, I'm just afraid I'm going to get this. And I'm like, but then when you talk yeah. about her, it talk about it with her, it's just, they're going to have a lot of anxiety and they might yeah. not know how to like deal with it, like to express it or really why, but there's just this anxiety. And so we're going to have to be so like, so, so conscious of that, conscious of that and, and like intentional in what you were saying at the beginning, relationships, the connections, being just connecting with kids and like pulling out from them how they're doing because they may not be able to articulate why they feel off. I would imagine a lot of them are holding on this anxiety. Like if a parent's job is in jeopardy or just being home altogether, like the anxiety levels that these kids are probably, you know, experiencing, we need to be so careful with, you know, yeah. not forgetting, like we can't forget that we need to address it and we need to make sure that the kids are okay. Cause it's so much to process. And realizing, you know, their kids not knowing, you know, what the financial situation may or may not be with, with their parents. And, you know, they, they probably should know everything, but knowing that there's extra stress at home. And I just like to, to, you know, if, if there's, if there's any families or parents struggling out there, if there's any way we can help, if they could reach out, you know, to me and to us and to, to the community in general, we will try to do whatever we can to support any families who may need um, a little more during this time. Um, I also want to put a plug out there that Deer Valley is serving free breakfasts and lunch to any and all kids um, 18 or under. Um, the closest location for us is at Arrowhead Elementary School down, uh, I guess it's 75th and Union Hills. Um, every day, they, uh, Monday through Friday, they're, they're giving lunch and breakfast out if you want to go and it's like um, a drive up. So it's like yep. you can just like stay in your car and kind of drive through. Grab your meal. To go through there. Yeah. So and that's awesome. open to absolutely anybody. There's no paperwork or financial paperwork you need. You just, if you've got a kid, um, we'll feed them. Right. That's awesome. And then, you know, and we, we're going to talk about, you talked about uh, virtual spirit week. Tell us about virtual spirit week. What do we have on Monday, Mr. Gladdy? Yeah, we've got a great week actually. Um, uh, Brittany Lincecum and, uh, you know, she kind of spearheaded this event. Um, so she kind of was developing it and I know Shelly worked with her a little bit, but, um, you put me on the spot a little bit, but I know Monday. <laughs> well, is... I got my pen. Cause I was like, I don't know this list. Yeah. Monday <laughs> is the, I should ask Christy. <laughs> is the, yeah, the, uh, indoor fort challenge. Oh, uh, I love these, it. These, these are going to be some great ones. And yeah. I will tell you, we will, if you want, if you guys send them to me, we can um, put these up on announcements. It would be really cool to celebrate these. Yeah, so we want, we want um, to see the pictures um, or videos of the, the best indoor forts. Um, send them in and, you know, tag us on Twitter so we can see those forts or email them to your teacher if you're not on social media. That's fine, too. We want to see those forts. Love it. And then Tuesday, we've got the outdoor fitness challenge. So it's the same idea. What are you doing outside? Whether it's, you know, going for a walk, kicking a ball around, throwing the ball around, running, riding the scooter around, hiking. Um, You'll crush that one, Lane. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody outdoor <laughs> fitnesses <laughs> like you guys. <laughs> times four, times four. Yeah. Um, so that's Tuesday, Wednesday. We have the gratitude scavenger hunt. I like that one a lot. So you have to find something outside that you enjoy, an outside activity, something useful, something that's your favorite color, something that makes you happy, something that makes you laugh, and then something that tastes good. I like that one. I that's a good one, yeah. yeah it's perfect. And then uh, Thursday, we have our creativity challenge. So you have to have, it's kind of like our, our talent segment uh, announcements. Show us a talent, a craft, a dance video, a TikTok kind of style video, uh, build something, code something, um, be as creative as you can be, you know, um, and, and post those pictures. Love and then it. Friday, of course, we have our extreme 
purple and green Viper Pride Fridays, sticking with that normalcy. Show off, show off your school spirit wherever you are. I love oh, those. That, that that is awesome. Like uh, we often talk about, you know, like I mean, you know, you must pitch yourself sometimes and be like, how did I get so lucky to work, you know, at this amazing place every day? And, you know, like just you know this past week like i was telling christy every single day something like happened to me over the course of the week that i was like i was like i know i'm gonna be fine and um i think friday like sandra day o'connor dropped their lean on me video and you know how important that was uh for their staff um it's just so cool these people coming together and you know sv just always does a great job of the teachers kind of running these things together and picking each other up and, and pushing people around them. And I'm sure you kind of feel that same way as an administrator, like how you can help uh, other, other, te- other uh, assistants and principals of yeah. you know, what people are doing at your school to kind of uh, pick up the morale. But I, I know my spirit was just on cloud nine every single day last week, just knowing that, you know, I, I work at this amazing place and I, I never call it work because I just love what I do and I love the people that I work with. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that has, you know, us as principals too, you know, there's 38 other principals and then a bunch more assistant principals and deans in the district. And all of us being able to kind of brainstorm and share ideas together has been really helpful too because there's some innovative people and creative people that, you know, beg, borrow, and steal from all the time. and try and share out what we're doing in Sierra Verde. So hopefully it can help some other people and some other campuses get through this too. And uh, just like we said, it's that camaraderie. We're all in this together and we're going to get through it. We're going to thrive as best we can. And, and the teachers, the teachers are going to grow so much. They're going to learn so many things and, yep. and education is going to be in a better place because uh, of what we're going through right now as not only country, but the entire world. Yeah. It's, this is going to, I, I think this has the potential to really make big changes in education. And I think the potential is there for the several of those changes to be really good. You know? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really do. It's an, it's, I don't want to say it's an exciting time because that's definitely not the word, but it, it's a, it's going to be fascinating uh, to be part of this and like to, to be part of that change, you know? I, I think, I, think you know, I agree. I think it's going to accelerate some of the changes that have been kind of coming too. It's going to kind of see that, that hockey stick acceleration of some paradigms that are going to change. You know, we've got a lot of stuff changing anyway for next year in terms of curriculum standards um, that, the, you know, the, the state and the, the country is moving towards preparing kids for a different world. And boom, all of a sudden we, we all have to do it overnight. Yeah, it's funny because I keep thinking like, how am I gonna, how am I gonna teach this new curriculum? I gotta tell you, I'm pretty sure at this point I can do anything. Exactly, yeah, that's true. I, think I that's do feel kind of like I don't have a lot of anxiety about it because I'm like, that doesn't matter. Whatever it is, it's gonna be fine because you realize yeah. how truly adaptable we can be. You know, absolutely. If we decide to be. Yeah. So. Cool. All right, people. Well, we're going to end it on that note. Again, we can't encourage you enough. Please reach out to your teachers, uh, your school administrators, reach out to someone in your family. Uh, we cannot stress enough like how important your social emotional uh, well-being is in this time as parents. I know I've been on a couple of roller coasters uh, yeah. with my kiddos and uh, where I have to look at myself and take a step back and remind myself how much I love those beautiful children. Uh, as we always say, uh, remain healthy and happy. And if you can be anything in the world, be kind, people. Now, if you loved hearing stories like that, Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Every Tuesday, the latest episode of The Nail That Wall will be downloaded right to your phone. If you want to see pictures of stories, videos, everything that you want, you can follow us on Twitter. You can find me at Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And me at a positive proton. You can follow Sierra Verde at SV Viper Pride.